Hello, Earnings Call listener. My name is Hadi Youssef. I run this earnings season podcast, but I also run the Borster Earnings Call mobile app, and that's what I wanted to quickly tell you about today. We've created a dedicated app for listening to earnings calls. What I mean by that is that we've basically created the Spotify for earnings calls. Our app lets you add any company to your watch list. You can download any earnings call to your phone. You can set notifications for specific companies for when a new call is available. You can also see the exact date of the earnings call. And if there is a company that isn't on our app yet, you can request a company within our app and we will promptly add it. Making earnings calls easy to access is something that I care a lot about. It's why I created this earnings season podcast. But obviously, we cannot add every single earnings call that gets published on this podcast, or else you'll be having hundreds of episodes every week. And so, we've created a dedicated app where you can go and pick and choose the exact earnings calls、uh, you're interested in. And what we post on this earnings season podcast are basically kind of the highlights or the most notable earnings calls. But in the show notes of this episode, I've included a video demonstration where I walk you through all the features that I just described for our app. And I also included the link to the App Store where you can go there and see the description of the app and the reviews. You know, I'm really proud of the feedback we've gotten from our users. And,、uh, you know, pleasing and satisfying our, our users and our customers is, is something that I、uh, take pride in. And, and as a team, we、uh, really pride ourselves on that. And so, I don't want to take more of your time and, and keep you from listening to the earnings calls you've selected today. So, without further ado, here is your earnings call. Good day, everyone, and welcome to GoPro's first quarter 2019 earnings results conference call. Today's call is being recorded. And at this time, it's my pleasure to turn the conference over to Christopher Clark, head of corporate communications. Thanks, operator. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to GoPro's first quarter 2019 earnings conference call. With me today are GoPro CEO Nicholas Woodman and CFO Brian McGee. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone that our remarks today may include forward looking statements. Forward looking statements and all other statements that are not historical facts are not guarantees of future performance and are subject to a number of risks and uncertainties. Which may cause actual results to differ materially. Additionally, any forward looking statements made today are based on assumptions as of today. We do not undertake any obligation to update these statements as a result of new information or future events. Information concerning our risk factors is available in our most recent annual report on Form 10K for the year ended December 31, 2018, which is on file with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And in other reports that we may file from time to time with the SEC. Today, we may discuss gross margin, operating expense, net profit and loss, as well as basic and diluted net profit and loss per share in accordance with GAAP and additionally on a non GAAP basis. We believe that non GAAP information is useful because it can enhance the understanding of our ongoing economic performance. We use non GAAP reporting internally to evaluate and manage our operations. We choose to provide this information to enable investors to perform comparisons of operating results in a manner similar to how we analyze our own operating results. A reconciliation of GAAP to non GAAP operating expenses can be found in the press release that was issued this afternoon. 
In addition to the earnings press release, we have posted slides containing detailed financial data and metrics for the first quarter of 2019. These slides, as well as a link to today's live webcast and a replay of this conference call, is posted on the GoPro Investor Relations website for your reference. All income statement-related numbers that are discussed today during the call, other than revenue, are not GAAP, unless otherwise noted. Now I'd like to turn the call over to GoPro's founder and CEO, Nicholas Woodman. Thanks, Chris, and good afternoon. Today, Brian and I will take you through GoPro's first quarter 2019 performance. In short, we had a great quarter. Strong consumer demand for the Hero 7 line, improved collaboration with our retailers, and continued execution drove our results. Revenue in the quarter was $243 million, representing 20% growth year-over-year. And as Brian will detail, we are raising our 2019 revenue and earnings guidance. Strong sell-through and a mixed shift towards our flagship, Hero 7 Black, led to an 8% sequential and year-over-year -year increase in ASPs to $288. Inventory is at appropriate levels in each of our global markets thanks to effective channel management and consistent demand for the Hero 7 line. Our Q1 benefited from improved channel marketing collaboration with our distributors and retail partners around the world. Our channel partners are benefiting from the strength of Hero 7 Black, and are motivated to drive awareness and sell-through in their markets. This contributed to our Q1 results, and we believe it will positively impact Q2 as well. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our channel partners for their support of GoPro and the Hero 7 line. It's a team effort, and together, we're making an impact. To capitalize on our momentum, we doubled our year-over-year -year marketing spend in Q1. New creative campaigns and improved conversion rates drove positive results. Revenue is up in all regions, and GoPro.com achieved record traffic and sales during the quarter, with unique site visits up 38% year-over-year and web store conversions improving approximately 175% year-over-year, thanks to the strength of our product lineup and improvements we've made to the shopping experience at GoPro.com. We're committed to growing our GoPro.com direct sales channel as it represents an opportunity for us to improve margin over time. We believe Hero 7 Black's industry-leading hyper-smooth video stabilization and the improved video quality it enables is having a positive impact on our social channels. Organic viewership of GoPro content in Q1 hit 173 million views, an all-time quarterly high. And our social following increased by 1.3 million to approximately 40 million, driven primarily by increases on Instagram and YouTube. In April, GoPro received recognition for its social media performance, winning two Shorty Awards one for best user-generated content, and one for best overall presence on Instagram. And just last week, we announced that our YouTube channel achieved a significant milestone, surpassing 2 billion lifetime views. All this is contributing to growth in each of our regions. In the U.S., according to NPD Group, in the first quarter, GoPro captured 89% unit share, 
and 97% dollar share of our category, up from 86% and 95% respectively year over year. Also in the U.S., the Hero 7 line represented the top three selling cameras in our category, and Hero 7 Black was the number one selling camera in all of digital imaging by unit volume. GoPro also gained market share internationally in Q1. According to GFK, in Europe, in the $199 and above price band, GoPro grew to 86% unit and dollar share, up from 85% and 84% respectively year over year. GoPro also grew within the APAC region during Q1. According to GFK, aggregate sell-through in China, Japan, Korea, and Thailand grew 11% on a dollar basis year over year. Our subscription service plus has grown to 220,000 paying subscribers, up over 10% since we reported on our last call, and up 50% year over year. In mid-April, we rolled out the full benefits of PLUS to additional international markets. We expect to accelerate our PLUS subscription service through enhancing our offering, continued international expansion, increased marketing, and new distribution channels. We see PLUS as an important opportunity to grow margin and operating profit, and we are investing accordingly. To summarize our first quarter, Sales are strong in each of our markets around the world, and we're proactively driving our business with our channel partners. We're maintaining a disciplined approach to expense management, and we are lowering our 2019 operating expense target to approximately $390 million, which is below our previously stated target of $400 million. We continue to expand our Plus subscription offering while growing our core camera business in all of our regions around the world. And given the success we've seen with launching new products every year to wow our customers, I'm happy to share that we're planning an exciting, refreshed lineup at all price points in Q4, including our next generation spherical camera and an innovative multi-year roadmap that we believe will result in continued momentum, growth, and profitability for GoPro in 2019 and beyond. And now with that, I'll turn the call over to Brian. Thanks, Nick. I'll begin with an overview of our performance in the first quarter and then share some thoughts on upwardly revised revenue and earnings guidance for 2019. In the first quarter of 2019, we continued to see strong demand for our flagship Hero 7 Black camera, which resulted in revenue of $242.7 million, a 20% increase year over year. Gross margin for the quarter was 34.2%, up from 24.3% a year ago. Net loss was $10.2 million, a 79% improvement from the year-ago quarter. Adjusted EBITDA improved by $34 million from the year-ago quarter to nearly break even. Gap operating expenses were $101 million for the quarter, a 16% decrease year-over-year. Non-GAAP operating expenses of $91 million for the quarter was a 3% decrease year-over-year. GAAP and non-GAAP loss per share were $0.17 cents and $0.07, cents respectively. Non-GAAP net loss improved 
79% compared to the $0.34 cent lost per share in the year-ago quarter. As of March 31st, our headcount was 903. Turning to the balance sheet, accounts receivable as of March 31st were down 11 million sequentially. Our DSOs and accounts receivable were 44 days. We continued to execute on our inventory management and in the quarter at 119 million, or a 10% decrease from the first quarter of 2018 and ending at the lowest first quarter level since Q1 2014. Cash decreased in the quarter to 133 million due to the seasonal timing of working capital activity. We expect cash balances to increase in the second quarter to approximately $150 million. Now let's discuss our quarterly business performance in more detail. Camera units shipped totaled 842,000 an increase of 11% year-over-year, principally due to the demand of our flagship Hero 7 Block camera, which accounted for over 90% of our camera revenue and over 85% of camera units shipped in the quarter. First quarter street ASP was $288, an 8% increase sequentially and year-over-year. Street ASP is defined as total reported revenue divided by camera units shipped. Revenue in all reported regions grew year-over-year. Revenue from our Asia-Pac region grew 24%, while revenue from the Americas grew 23%, and Europe grew by 12%. In addition, GoPro.com accounted for more than 10% of revenue for the quarter, increasing 90% year-over-year. We estimate that camera unit sell-through for the first quarter of 2019 was over 900,000 units in line with our expectations. We believe channel inventories declined on a sequential basis. In particular, we estimate that aggregate channel inventory of Hero 7 Silver and Hero 7 White cameras decreased by 20% sequentially. GoPro.com is growing substantially, representing an increasing percentage of our business that is not tracked by either NPD or GFK. As Nick noted, we're increasingly focused on our dot-com direct sales channel as it represents an opportunity to improve margin over time. We continue to be on track to begin ramping our U.S.-bound camera production in the second quarter in Guadalajara, Mexico, to support sales beginning in Q3. We expect most of our U.S.-bound cameras will be in production in Mexico in the second half of 2019. As stated previously, our decision to move most of our U.S.-bound production to Mexico supports our goal to insulate us against possible tariffs, as well as recognize some cost savings and efficiencies. I will now provide guidance for 2019. Framing 2019, we continue to expect both unit sell-in and unit sell-through to grow year-over-year. We expect our mix of cameras to remain skewed to the high end, and as a result, we expect ASPs to be above $280 per camera for the year. And as Nick shared, we expect to accelerate our Plus subscription service 
as it's a meaningful opportunity to grow margin and operating profit. Our overall expectation is for 2019 revenue to grow between 7% to 10%, up from our previous guide of 5% to 8%. We expect 2019 margins to be 36.5%, plus or minus 50 basis points. We expect non-GAAP tax expense to be approximately 2 million to 2.5 million, and other income and expense to be approximately 8 million in expense. We are using a fully diluted share count of approximately 146 million shares for Q2, 147 million shares for the second half in 2019. We expect full-year operating expenses to be approximately 390 million as we realize more efficiencies in the business while also investing in our product roadmap, marketing, and our subscription service. We believe the combination of revenue growth, margin improvement, and reduced operating expenses enables us to increase our profitability outlook in 2019. With non-GAAP EPS in a range of 25 cents to 45 cents per share, and GAAP EPS to be approximately break-even. More specifically, for the second quarter of 2019, we expect revenue to be in a range of 285 to 305 million, gross margin in a range of 35.5% plus or minus 50 basis points, operating expenses of 96 to 98 million, non-GAAP earnings of break-even to six cents per share. For the second half of 2019, we expect revenue to grow in a range of 4% to 9%, flat to slightly up in units and higher ASPs versus the second half of 2018. Gross margin in a range of 37.5% plus or minus 50 basis points. OPEX in a range of 200 million to 205 million. To summarize, we are pleased with our performance in the first quarter of 2019. With this momentum and continued execution for the full year 2019, we expect to deliver positive EBITDA of 90 million to 100 million, grow revenue 7% to 10%, increase cash above 200 million and be profitable for the year. With that operator, we are ready to take questions. Thank you, and to the audience today, if you do have a question at this time, please press star one on your touchtone phone. Just a reminder, if you're joining us via speakerphone today, make sure your mute function is turned off to allow the signal to reach our equipment. And once again, that is star one for any questions. And we'll go first to Paul Coster at J.P. Morgan. Yes, hello. Uh, thanks for taking my questions. Um, Nick, uh, at one point you talked of a multi-year roadmap. I wasn't clear on whether your intent is to have one or to articulate one. If it's the latter, perhaps you can explain. <laughs> well, we definitely have a multi-year roadmap. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I was just sharing that uh, <clears throat> we've got a very strong uh, multi-year roadmap uh, that we believe uh, will help us 
not only maintain but build on this momentum uh, and grow GoPro uh, top line and, and, and profitability. Uh, we've got a much uh, better understanding of uh, our customers. Uh, as we've shared on previous calls, uh, we've been investing more and more in consumer research and getting to understand our customers uh, better, understand why exactly they're buying uh, each of our models, uh, what drives them, uh, and we're, we're doing a much better job of factoring that information into our product roadmap to better appeal to uh, our customers going forward. And I'd also add that, you know, as we see uh, ASPs rising, uh, it's important to note that it's it's uh, it's it's well known now that over the entire history of GoPro, our customers have gravitated towards our higher end, higher performance products. And if you think about uh, how much of our business is done, how much sell through is at the at the 399 uh, Hero 7 Black, it's an indication that there's an opportunity to uh, develop even higher performance higher price point products that um, some percentage of our customers will be excited about. So I would say that uh, this is one of the areas we see an opportunity to grow and, and uh, better appeal to consumers because they are clearly telling us they want the very best from GoPro. Got it. So um, the revenue guidance for the year, it looks to me like it's mainly to do with the increase in ASPs. So unit volume-wise, it's, it's somewhat a flattish year. Is that a correct interpretation? And then one other question I'll just ask uh, in passing is the um, retail channel innovations that you've implemented, uh, it sounds like they, they, you know, 1Q and 2Q, they're applied and they have instant effect apparently. Um, but is that it? Is it kind of a one-shot deal, or are, is, uh, do you anticipate this being a, some kind of constant improvement process? Thank you. Yeah, hi, Paul. This is Brian. Um, let me take the first part of that question. Uh, on the revenue growth, it is uh, largely ASP-driven, uh, although we were up in Q1 about 11% on units. Um, we'll be up a, a bit in the second half, as I said in prepared remarks, and ASPs. Uh, should be up around 8% in Q2 and then up in the second half. Um, and, you know, it's, it's good to note that kind of adding to what Nick said about consumers gravitating to the higher end um, and, and higher ASP, that puts, you know, that says if we're in the 4.5 to 5 million kind of units per year selling more in the high end, we really have a solid business, solid revenue, and uh, profitability. Uh, for the company and enables us to go for TAM expansion and, you know, and then my prepared remarks talking about EBITDA growing this year from $20 million in 18 to 90 to $100 million in 2019. And, and uh, as it relates to your question about uh, is there more to do with retailers globally to improve our presentation at retail, absolutely. Um, you know, we're now in a uh, position of growth and, and returning profitability, that allows us uh, to operate from a position of strength uh, and invest where we see opportunity to get a strong return. And that's definitely true at retail. Um, we part, part of how we grew our brand globally and, and grew sell-through to, to where we have is through strong retail presence. but. Uh, in many channels, it's been a while since we've refreshed our presence. Uh, there's an opportunity to expand our presence and improve uh, how we uh, present GoPro uh, 
to consumers in different regions. Um, we've spoken a lot about uh, localization of our brand and our go-to-market strategy in store, and that's something that we continue to invest in, again, all within our um, stated OPEX target of, of, of 390. But uh, there's a lot of opportunity to work more closely with retailers to improve our store presence, improve our store positioning, and, and frankly, leverage more of their uh, expertise and understanding of their customer so that together we are, we're working on joint marketing plans, joint business plans uh, that speak directly to, you know, really localized GoPro for that specific, specific retailer's customers in ways that we haven't before. Uh, it's, a, it's a team effort, as I mentioned on the call, and uh, we're really grateful to our channel partners for working so closely with us uh, to grow our, our respective business together. Got it. Thank you. And we'll go next to Eric Woodring at Morgan Stanley. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just a quick question. Um, you had mentioned channel inventory for white and silver was down 20%. Um, I'm just wondering if you can comment on um, black, uh, the Hero 7 black channel inventory, and then I have a follow-up. Yeah. Um, black was basically flat uh, quarter to quarter. Um, and it needed to be that way because as we look ahead to Q2 with increasing revenue, uh, we expect quite a bit of that to be on black and that needed to be in the channel, um, which is good. And I'd say all of our uh, products are at the, you know, at the appropriate level, uh, inventory levels in the channel um, and across all the GOs as well. Perfect. And then, yeah, we, we, my we just oh, sorry, just just to add to that, just to add to that, we we feel that we're really well positioned for um, future transition to um, a refreshed lineup as as we shared it's coming in the fall. Um, it's it's just really important to note that that transition is incredibly important to us, uh, and we feel like we're in a great spot inventory wise. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. And, and then, just as my follow up. Um, just curious what, what you've heard in terms of customer reaction since you added the unlimited cloud storage and increased discounts on accessories for the, the plus subscription and rolled it out to new uh, rolled it out to new regions. Just curious what you've heard from customers, how, how pickup has been internationally, just any color you could share on that would be great. Thanks. Sure. Well we're obviously happy with the ten percent sequential growth. Uh I'm uh, sorry, yeah, to 220,000 unit uh, uh, subscribers. Um, there's, there's no question that the added benefits that um, we're bringing on to PLUS are having a positive impact and, of course, making um, the full uh, suite of benefits available to um, our international customers for the first time uh, is having a positive impact. Uh, so I think the proof is in the pudding, uh, the proof is in the numbers in terms of the subscriber growth. I, I'd note that uh, one of the most sort of promising uh, opportunities we have to significantly improve or accelerate subscription rates is that we've learned that um, it's paramount to uh, acquire a new subscriber um, at the time of camera purchase, if not very shortly thereafter. Uh, and we, we, we currently don't have the ability to do that. Uh, we don't have the ability yet to uh, attach uh, Plus to a camera purchase at GoPro.com. That's coming online in short orders. So that's going to be very helpful. Uh, and we're also uh, talking to retailers 
about how we can offer Plus subscription in their stores at the time of purchase and um, make it uh, economically beneficial to the retailer to help us grow that Plus subscription. Right now, it's a bit like, um, you know, if you, if you compared our, our Plus subscription to, say, Best Buy uh, selling um, insurance for uh, flat screen TVs, uh, it, it imagine how hard it would be for Best Buy to sell uh, insurance if, if they were only able to pitch the consumer on the offer two to three weeks after that consumer uh, took that TV home and had it hanging on their wall. That'd be a very difficult conversion. And that's actually the um, what we've been dealing with uh, with Plus, but we've been able to grow the subscription to 220,000 subscribers. So uh, like Best Buy being able to add insurance to its TV sale at the time of purchase, it's going to make a tremendous impact, we believe, when we can offer Plus at the time of camera purchase, both at GoPro.com uh, and through our retail channel. And so that's, that's, that's a very important uh, change in our go-to-market strategy that we think is going to have a significant impact on uh, our, our subscriber base in the future. And Eric, I think I'd chime in, you know, 220,000 paid subscribers, that's more than $3 million of revenue a quarter, um, which is great at very high margin. So it's very creative to margin and the bottom line. Perfect. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> Thank you. And as a reminder that it is star one if you do like to ask a question. And we'll go next to Nikolai Todorov at Longbow Research. Hello, guys. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, congrats on a great quarter, and thanks for all the details uh, and around guidance. Um, Brian, if I heard correctly, you mentioned that you expect uh, both sell-through and sell-in to increase for uh, 2019. As far as I remember, you mentioned that in the last call that sell-through last year was 4.8 million units. Um, so we should say, you know, 4.9 million in 2019. But at the same time, you know, you're kind of guiding to allow 4 or 5% units growth. And you guys shipped 4.3 million last year, so that puts you around 4.4, 4.5. So that's kind of a 300,000 uh, units of delta. Can you please try me, uh, help me uh, explain and kind of bridge that gap? Yeah, I think, you know, we try to uh, manage our channel inventory. Um, and so... Yeah, our expectation is about 4.9 million or so units sold through in 2019, and that is up from 4.8 million in 2018. Um, and uh, so channel inventories would, would drop from about a million units to about 700,000 uh, or so if uh, uh, this, you know, proves out on how we guide it. And we were down in Q1. We expect to be um, flat to down in Q2. Q3 uh, maybe slightly up, and Q4 would be down. Okay. And, uh, Nick, I think you mentioned uh, four new camera refreshes, and uh, correct me if I heard wrong, but you mentioned the fourth quarter. Is there a change in the timing of, of the launch this year, or uh, nothing changed there? Um, well, I, I can't go into any more specific than what I shared. Uh, I think you could look historically to – GoPro's uh, new product launches for some indication uh, on what to expect, uh, but we're we are really excited uh, to see consumers reacting so positively to um, the Hero Seven line. It's a 
it's it's terrific for our team to see their research really paying off uh, and resulting in an in increased uh, sell-through and an engagement. If you look at the strength of the brand, um, you know, socially, um, we're as strong or stronger than we've ever been. Uh, I, I, we believe it's due in large part to the incredible quality of content coming off of a Hero 7 Black with its hyper-smooth stabilization. It really is resulting in gorgeous video uh, that is fantastic to watch, that's driving social viewership, it's driving viral uh, awareness and appreciation of, of our brand and the, and the products that we make, uh, and that's teeing us up, uh, we believe, famously for our, our new uh, lineup refresh uh, later this year because everybody's expectation is we're going to deliver something exciting, uh, and you can be darn sure that that's what we've got on tap. Okay, that's helpful. And, uh, you know, regarding the subscription uh, availability, do you guys have a timeline where you expect to, to have that service launch globally? Because I think you can obviously get a lot of benefits. And then uh, concurrently, can you give us any updates uh, on, you know, if you have any data around your current monthly active users so we could kind of understand uh, the long-term trajectory there? Sure. Well, uh, we shared that in April we rolled out uh, the full plus benefits to more than 30 uh, countries internationally, uh, and we'll be continuing to add uh, countries as the year goes on. Um, and then we're also working on additional benefits. And as I mentioned, um, most importantly, we're working on additional distribution channels, being able to offer the plus subscription uh, at the time of checkout uh, at GoPro.com when a consumer is buying a, a GoPro. Uh, and as well, we're exploring with retailers the opportunity to sell plus in their stores uh, at the time of camera purchase. I, I can't overemphasize the importance of distribution as it relates to growing subscriber base because the um, our consumer is is never more engaged and interested in a service like Plus than they are at the time of camera purchase. It's the best time to educate them as to the 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 uh, uh, the value of the service and to convert them. And we literally, to date, have not had that opportunity. So it, it really is a uh, uh, a significant lever that we've got that that we're we're going to be bringing online in short order uh, as far as allowing the plus subscription attached at GoPro.com and uh, selling it through retail is a longer term initiative, but something that we're keenly focused on because we recognize the importance of plus to our customer, to our business, uh, and its ability to improve margin over time. So we're investing uh, accordingly. Okay, and, and do you have any number around uh, monthly active users currently? Uh, well, all that we're sharing and reporting on is that we've got 220,000 active paid subscribers uh, as of today, okay. as of yesterday. Sounds, sounds good, guys. Thanks and good luck. Thank you very much. We'll take our final question today from Jim Suba at City. Thank you very much. Can you talk a little bit about now that you've had, uh, you know, a couple quarters or, you know, over a full quarter and holiday sale through of your newest product, the take-up rate of upgrades 
versus new additions to the systems. You know, I, I know you can track them through their emails and what they're using and things like that. But any thoughts around is it, you know, percents of take up versus new subscribers so far? That's a great question, but we're we're not um, prepared to share any information about the split between upgrades versus new customers. Um, I can share that, you know, anecdotally, we're seeing um, uh, higher engagement levels uh, than we've really ever had before socially, uh, both with new customers uh, and uh, with existing customers. So that's a great indication. Uh, we're seeing higher than uh, typical engagement uh, via the app connect uh, from the Hero 7 Black customer to the to the uh, GoPro app than we've seen with previous uh, GoPros, which is great. It shows that with each new generation of camera, uh, we're making them more convenient uh, and our customers are using them more frequently and getting more out of their purchase, so that's terrific. And when you combine that with um, how much more social engagement we're seeing and higher quality of content being shared, we 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 believe that this is uh, helping drive awareness, helping drive upgrade, and helping drive new customer acquisition. So across the board, uh, we're feeling good about the impact that Hero Seven Black's having on uh, our ability to grow in all regions globally. Great, thank you so much for the details. I appreciate it. Thank you. And with no additional questions at this time, I'd like to turn the program back over to management for any additional or concluding remarks. Thank you, operator. I'd like to close by once again thanking all of our global channel partners for their continued support of GoPro. And of course, a big thank you to GoPro employees around the world. We're a force of positivity, as we all know, helping the world celebrate itself in exciting ways, and I'm grateful to be on the team with you making this happen. We look forward to seeing investors in Boston at the J.P. Morgan Conference on May 14th and at the Baird Conference on June 5th in New York. And with that, thanks for joining the call, everyone. This is Team GoPro signing off.